Warning, the following message may be offensive to some audiences. These audiences may include but are not limited to professing Christians who never read their Bible, sissies, sodomites, men with man buns, those who approve of men with man buns, man bun enablers, white knights for men with man buns, homemakers who have finished Netflix but don't know how to meal plan, and people who refer to their pets as fur babies. Your discretion is advised. People are tired of hearing nothing but doom and despair on the radio. The message of Christianity is that salvation is found in Christ alone, and any who reject Christ therefore forfeit any hope of salvation, any hope of heaven. The issue is that humanity is in sin and the wrath of Almighty God is hanging over our heads. They will hear his words, they will not act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment, when the fires of wrath come, they will be consumed and they will perish. God wrapped himself in flesh, condescended, and became a man, died on the cross for sin, was resurrected on the third day, has ascended to the right hand of the Father, where he sits now to make intercession for us. Jesus is saying there is a group of people who will hear his words, they will act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment come in that final day, their house will stand. All right, Tim, the question for today's episode is, should I repent of the sins I commit in my dreams? Yeah, I think so, man. Probably. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, I'm just sitting here trying to think through, like, what is someone who's just listening to the podcast, listening to this episode, thinking when they hear that question? And they I probably, imagine one of the... They're thinking they probably, probably some Freudian thing or something like that. Some Freudian thing. <laughs> yeah. um, well, you, you know, what what I imagine is they probably are confused. What Meaning, like, what do you mean sins that I've sure. committed in my dreams? Because I, I think a lot of people, when they think about sin, they don't have a category for, um, you know, like, the things that you're dreaming actually count sure. morally, right? Sure. And so... So what is the, so starting, that's the presupposition under the question we're asking. So why is that, you know, why is it that we're coming to the conclusion um, that they are actually sins, the actions that we commit in our dreams? Yeah. What's the biblical case? Yeah. I mean, so, you know, there's a lot of, I mean, there's some dreams that are just like literally crazy or ludicrous um, that you don't really um, know what to make of, you know? So, I mean, I, I think I had a, I had a dream um, a couple of nights ago that I was at a wedding. It was my wedding, but I didn't know who I was marrying. And of course. <laughs> <laughs> like I literally didn't know who to marry. And then I was trying to, uh, I mean, I didn't know who I was marrying, but it was like, I met my wedding. I don't know who I'm marrying. This is bizarre. You know, it's like, I know I'm dreaming. This is stupid, but like, why can't I figure out who I'm supposed to be marrying here? And then, you know, I wasn't like prepared for the whole thing and it was all a big disaster, you know, and I had like certain parts in the ceremony. I was supposed to be saying certain things and I couldn't figure out where my notes are. And it was just a mess, you know? So now, I mean, you can have some kind of psychological interpretation of what's going on and to where you're trying to, you know, uncover the hidden drives and uncover the hidden motives. And, and I think that's where a lot of people kind of check out at at that point where it's just like, Hey, uh, you know, dreams are weird, you know, Hey, you just had a weird dream, man. You had, don't overthink it. You had a weird dream. And and yeah, I mean, I, that's just not really what I'm talking about at all. Okay. (laughs) So I'm not really talking about just like random bizarro dreams that, um, you know, you can maybe read, um, read into them like, uh, 
you know, these, you know, psychological hidden unconscious motivations or whatever else. I, I'm not, I'm not so much interested in those kind of things, but there, there are dreams that people can have where they do reveal certain things about you that are fairly like, like you, like hit you in the head with a brick kind of revelations, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, like, you know, guys who are not yet married and want to be married and they're constantly struggling with like, you know, temptation and lust and everything else. You could imagine the situation where a guy in his dream is presented with like an, an encounter where he's being offered, you know, sexual immorality and he feels like internally conflicted by it. Right. So you can imagine that kind of dream where like there's an offer of fornication or something and he feels like pulled internally towards that. And then at the same time, he feels like guilt, like his conscience is operating in the same way it would be operating in real life, so to speak. And then he like ignores what his conscience is telling him. And, and he goes ahead in his dream and like willfully like sins, like in an intentional way in his dream, you know? So in, in situations like that, I mean, that you don't really have to overthink what's going on. Right. Right. Yeah, so the Bible says, like, the good man out of a good treasure of a good heart brings forth good. The evil man out of evil treasure of an evil heart brings forth evil. Like, what you're, what's happening in that dream is that this is just you, like, you doing what you want to do most, right? So, like, like there's a lot of dreams that are like that, where it's just you without a filter, right? So yeah. this is what you would do if you were put in this kind of situation. So a lot of dreams are just kind of expressing what you want in those moments and what you're pulled to and what you're tempted towards and you, you know what you're attracted towards and everything else. And they're just expressions of what your heart wants. And so like in that kind of moment, like the issue is I don't um, know why, like, I mean, that might be like kind of disturbing to a person. Like they have that kind of dream where they commit that kind of sin and they might like think to themselves like, man, like. I'm messed up, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, like, I didn't, like, would I do this in real life, right? Like, would I do, like, is that what I would have done in real life, right? Like, is that me? Like, is that the real me just acting out what it wants to do in my dreams? And so, like, my impulse to that kind of person is not just to say, oh, it's a dream. It doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. And I don't understand why people have that kind of reaction to those kind of situations. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't get why they have this kind of reaction to say, it's just a dream. Who knows what it means? It's like, well, I think you know, you can know what that means. <laughs> like, it seems like that feels pretty obvious what it means, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's, that was about as easy as it gets. You know, I'm, I'm not Joseph or whatever, like the interpreter of dreams, right? Or Daniel or whatever. Like, uh, like I don't have the spiritual gift of dream interpretation. You know, I don't think you have to overthink that one. I think you, that's just your heart telling you what Dude, it I, I think you just yeah like i think you just want to be with a woman right right <laughs> it may be too much like to the point where you're willing to sin like to uh get what you want right so like I, right so i think like in that kind of way if you have that dream you wake up you remember it you're shaken by it you feel guilty like if you feel that guilt then i don't have some mechanism that comes along to say hey get rid of the guilt right like, mm -hmm. like ignore it. Like nothing happened there. Nothing significant happened there. Like if you feel that guilt, like that's just a sign to say, Hey, yeah, maybe this is like a moment where you examine your heart. You say, Lord, my heart is not right before you. Will you please forgive me? I know that that lust is in there. Right. So you may not be like asking God to forgive you for fornicating, right? Proper in right. your dream. But you yeah. may be saying something like, you're confessing the heart issues that are in your heart that are being revealed in this dream. You say, Hey Lord, my heart's not pure before you. 
I know that it's filled with lust, right? And that it's so filled with lust that when I go to sleep, that's what comes out, right? Right. <laughs> like that's what that's what's coming out. Like like this dream is revealing the state of my heart. My heart's not right before you, and I need you to cleanse my heart, right? So you know, as Colossians three five says, put to death therefore what's earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. I got some evil desires in my heart. I have desires to sin in my heart. I don't want that to be me in real life, right? Like I don't want me in real life if I were given that opportunity that I would cave and dishonor you in that way. I need you to do something in me to change me, right? I need you right. to, I need you to help me. You know, and so I just I don't see um any reason why that wouldn't be exactly the kind of thing that a person might pray, right? <laughs> Please yeah. forgive me of the state of my heart right now. It's not good. I need you to cleanse it. You know, I just think that's being a Christian. And like, I think that, you know, guilt is real. Like if you feel guilt, you feel shame, you feel condemnation. The Bible says whatever whatever doesn't proceed from faith is sin. I think guilt is real guilt. Um, and like if if um, there's conviction there, just deal with it. And I mean, I just don't understand why Christians like don't have that kind of impulse. I mean, it's like Jesus, he died on the cross to forgive us for every sin that we're going to commit past, present, yeah. future. He's a good God. You know, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I have a heart, this evil, you know, I have a heart, this idol factory, right? <laughs> like yeah. Filled with iniquity. Like what's the harm in saying, Lord, clean me up. You know, I need your help. <laughs> clean me up. This well, is- I think, it, I think it's because a lot of people real they think of sin primarily and almost exclusively as actions. Behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Behavior. When the reality is that it's, it's all the way down to the desires of our heart. Like you, like you just read out of, uh, what was that? Colossians Colossians or, three, five. Yeah. Yeah. Colossians, you know, and, and so, um, people, there are people who just, you know, say like, it just literally isn't desires because right. of like James or something. Right. Um, but then, you know, I think I think probably the other part of it too is is um most Christians probably just don't think about themselves as as like evil. as evil as they actually are. Right. If that makes any sense. So, you know, it be I for a lot of different reasons that I, I won't go into right now, it seems like the the general consensus is like, yeah, we've all done some bad things, but then like you you're you're all right, you know. You're you're in a, you're at least not trying not, to murder people or something. I've done so. bad things, but I'm not a bad person, right? Yeah, yeah, and and so when whenever I personally have these kind of conversations with people about like desire is sin, you That's know, right. it it often feels like what I'm actually doing is ha- you know when they're pushing back against that, more often than not, it just feels like I'm talking to a person who isn't ready to admit that they're as bad as they actually are, sure. you know? And, and so I guess this, the dream conversation is just like a, well, you can't deny what you dreamt. Sure. Right. Uh, and so you, you know, you dreamt about whatever it was that was sin and that happened, which means something. I mean, like, you know, you were thinking about it in your head. That's why you, you dream, you dreamed about it. Sure. Um, and, you know, that probably points if if you're waking up like you're saying and feeling guilt and shame or whatever, 
that's you're probably on to something there. Deal with that, yeah. Yeah, I <clears throat> but think then, but then like when you you know, if you can get to where you're like, well, it was just a dream, then you can just ignore it, you know. Sure. Sure. I mean, I think there's obviously kind of, you know, absurd dreams you might have. Like uh, someone I think online mentioned that they had a dream of you know that they were like a contract killer or something like that. And <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, it's just kind of, I, I, you know, I, I've had plenty of dreams like that where they're just bizarre and you don't know what's going on. And then you wake up yeah. and, you, and like your first thought when you wake up is like, that was ridiculous. Like it was crazy. You know, yeah. I, I had a, I had a dream one time that I, <laughs> I had a dream one time that I was, uh, I was being chased by Stanley from the office. Oh, you know, you know who I'm talking about? Yes. And, um, <clears throat> I decided to, <laughs> I decided to hide uh, next to some bleachers under a pile of newspapers and, and and Stanley he you know he he came and he found me and when he found me he said just what I thought and then he reached down and he grabbed me and pulled me up and handed me a saxophone and then he and I uh, played gangster's paradise on saxophone together yeah. after he said he said just what I thought and they stood me up, gave me the saxophone, and then he said, another, uh, just, <laughs> he said, just another black man who thinks he can change the world with a saxophone. <laughs> and then we played Gangster's Paradise <laughs> together on the saxophone. And, you know, that's probably, that was one of the dreams where I was like, I have no idea where that came from. <laughs> I told I told my wife about that dream, and I mean, she just, she died laughing. Yeah. So I guess that's probably what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, the there's some that are random. I mean, there's. Some, <laughs> I mean, that was pretty. That, that was pretty random on that one. So I, mean, I think a lot. Of, I mean, a lot of a lot of. I mean, depending on who you are, you know, I, I often when I dream, I know I'm dreaming, which is kind of weird, you know. So I lucid dream, whatever. Uh-huh. But I mean, you know, a lot of them are random. They're weird. They don't make any sense. You know, I don't think I don't think people have to overthink them. But then, I, I mean, I've had like dreams that were very much like dreams that made me think, you know, like in terms of um, like maybe there is in my dream, I'm acting out some kind of like yelling at some person and just like irrationally mad at this person. Right. Yeah. In the dream. And, you know, like just very short fuse, short temper. And then I wake up and like the first thought that I have is like, man, I'm really bitter at them, you know, about something, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's kind of the first thought. And I I just think that if you're having those kind of thoughts, you should pay attention to that. You you know what I'm saying? Like you should pay attention to that and deal with that. And it does, there's no harm in just saying, Lord, like, you know, if I have a lot of bitterness in my heart towards this person, I pray that you help me to repent of that and do good to them. Right. (laughs) And like, help me to get rid of this, you know? So I, I think, you know, m- most of the time you don't, I don't really think you have to overthink it. Like if you wake up and it's just like, that was ridiculous, then move on. You know what I mean? But if you wake up and you think, Oh, that one's a little close to home. Right. Like <laughs> yeah, that, that one feels like it's, you know, what's in there coming out kind of dream, you know, I yeah. deal with it, deal with it. You're like, you know, <laughs> deal with it. Not, I mean, deal with it as like, Hey, there's stuff in my heart that needs to be clean. And Lord, I need you to help clean it up, you know, cause I don't want to, I don't want this 
you know, if that's how I acted in this dream, I don't want to act like that in real life. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> like, uh, and it felt like that was authentic. You know, if it, when they feel authentic, like that, pay attention, you know? So, and so, you know, and, and I think that's just a matter of like, you know, where's the biblical warrant for that kind of thing? Well, the Bible says put to death what's earthly in you, right? Evil desire. Uh, and those desires can be expressed in a lot of ways. Your heart expresses itself in a lot of ways. And I think, yeah, I think sometimes your dreams are expressing what's in your heart and you need to deal with what's in your heart and ask God to help you clean it up. Okay, fair enough. This has been another episode of Bible Bashed. We hope you have been encouraged and blessed through our discussion. We thank you for all your support and ask you to continue to like and subscribe to Bible Bashed and share our podcast with your friends and on social media. Please reach out to us with your questions, pushback, and potential topics for us to discuss in future episodes at BibleBashedPodcast at gmail.com and consider supporting us through Patreon. If you would like to be Bible Bashed personally, then please know that we also offer free biblical counseling, which you can take advantage of by emailing us. Now, go boldly and obey the truth in the midst of a biblically illiterate world who will be perpetually offended by your every move. Thank you.